the IZ Robot Stuck at Home Show. Hey kids, it is me, it's your dude, I see robots, and we're back for another super exciting, super fun episode of the Stuck at Home Show. That's the one where, like, there is this horrible virus outside, so we all gotta, we all gotta hide in the house, and we gotta do what we can do to strive and survive during a very challenging period of our lives. I'm here, I'm with you, we're gonna make it through all of this together, I promise, I guarantee it. We have to have strength, we gotta have grit, we gotta have perseverance, but I know that each and every one of you has those things, and I know in my heart that some Someday we will be walking arm in arm together out in the world, and it's going to be great. It's going to be fantastic. I hope you guys are doing well. I hope everything is going good wherever you are. It is cold right now here in the IC Robots Earth Base. I know you guys are like, man, you live in uh, sunny California. What's it up with uh, it being cold? Let me tell you, man, it might be sunny. It might be nice, but when the sun goes away, we still live up north. That's just an actual factual fact, and it gets like, it gets chilly. At night, it dips down into the 30s, it dipped down into the 20s, and like, the house doesn't ever, not never, heat up during the day, because if you've been a long-time listener, you know that your boy's not the type to turn on the heat unless it's absolutely necessary. I just don't like to, I figure, hey man, I'll wear a sweatshirt, I'll wear a hat, I will wear, uh, like, sweatpants, I don't know, I'll do something to figure it out, and we're not at the point yet where, like, there's ice on the ground, so I'm just like, nah, No heat for me, but I just checked the temperature, and it is currently 42 degrees in the house right now as we speak, which is, uh, not my preferred temperature, but it's fine. Right now I'm wearing a sweatshirt, I got the hood pulled up, I got, uh, well I'm wearing shorts, no big deal, I always wear shorts, but dude, I got my hands in the pockets of the sweatshirt, and I am freezing, but it's, you know, it is what it is, dude, we all have things we have to deal with. We all have adversity in our lives that we got to deal with. Let's see what's going on. I didn't I didn't get anything exciting this week on the purchase tip, so I decided I would dig into the um I would dig into the vault and see what I can find. I'm wiping the dust off this item that I have right here in my hand, and this item is a GI Joe missile defense unit. It's part of the Battlefield Accessories Kit. A few episodes back, it's probably like even more than that, I I talked about an ammo dump playset and how I got it at the flea market in Sebastopol for a very low price, and I also got another kit. That kit is this kit right here. It's small, it is a, it is technically not even like a full-on kit, because on the back, you only get one half Flag point. Flag points are the G.I. Joe proofs of purchase. And you get like one full-on flag point for buying a figure. And for this, you only get half a flag point. I find that to be very interesting because this is technically a playset. So I would think that you would earn at least one full point, but you don't. On the front of this is a picture of, I believe it's Flash. The, uh, no, you know what? I think this might actually be Hawk. Back in the days when he was just, like, in charge of the mobile, uh, laser unit or whatever that giant cannon was called. I think that's him because he has a visor on his helmet, but Flash has, like, some red adornments on the front of his uniform. So I'm thinking this might be, this might be Hawk, and he is, he's in front of this neat little, um, rocket launcher-like device. Let's pour this out, and we're gonna see what's inside of here. I haven't opened this up. In the longest time. It's been on my shelf, just chilling like a villain. Let's pull it out, make sure everything's out of here. So let's see what we got first. We got a small box that says explosive devices. And inside of it is three missiles 
with a red sticker on them, like a label. I had to have put that on with the original owner. And then there's a two-piece wall that you can put together. It clicks together like this. And uh, this is pretty fun, neat little accessory. The wall has bricks on it and also like a hole. And then right here is the missile launcher. It's small. Um, it would be something you'd use on the ground. You have to kneel on the ground next to it. And then there is a sign that says Ammunition Depot. And then there is an instruction unit showing you how to install all these pieces. You put the missile launcher in here. You connect the bricks together like this. You put the lid in here. Then it also shows you where to put in the figures. This came out in 1984. You get a brick, targeting wall, an EX-83A 55mm missile launcher, EX-83 pedestal unit, a tri-pack missile crate, two figure stands, which are not in here. I bet I took them out to use. A signpost and an EX-83 55mm long-range missile. Where is that? That piece... That piece is missing. Is it in the box? Nope. We don't have the original missile that came with it. Let's put one of these missiles inside here, though, just to uh, just to see what it's like. Ooh, it fits right inside there. Pretty neat. That would be fun. Fun to play with. Let's see what else is in here. Here is a... Oh, it's a catalog of things you can get with your flag points. Let's see what's on here. You can get the uh, Manta... That is like a, it's like a windsurf surfboard. I remember I had that. You can get that for, let's see. At the time, that was $1.75 with two flag points. I know that I got that. I think that was always a male-only piece. Then you can get the Cobra water moccasin. That's a vehicle. That was, let's see, the water moccasin is $5 and four flag points. Oh, there's a video cassette. Of the G.I. Joe, uh, what is on this? It's a Real American Hero video cassette. 100 minutes of full-color, non-stop excitement. Requires the VCR. That's $40. And no flag points. So that's just basically like you could just buy that. Then there's like a parachute pack. There are so many fun things on here that you could get with the flag points. Most of them are just like also available in the store. Like you can purchase them on the, at the store, but you can get them at a discount. With the flag points. Here's a hooded Cobra Commander. I know I sent away for him. I was really, really into him. I got the original Cobra Commander. The one with the helmet. And then I also sent away for the hooded one. The hooded one was pretty tight. I thought. This is fun. I like this. I like uh, flag points. I like the whole... I like the whole mail-away proof of purchase gimmick. Let's see what else is in here. There is a... Oh, this is a bigger catalog. Of all the things that came out that year. This is pretty fun, man. Pretty dope, I gotta say. There are vehicles. There are different battlefield accessory kits. What a good year for Joe. Sergeant Slaughter joined the team. There's a tank. Oh, the USS Flag. The ultimate playset of all playsets. Which I have never, not never, and probably never will ever own. Let's see what figures there were. Out this year. I'm so far away from the mic. I hope that you guys are uh, still with me. Hawk, dial tone, wetsuit, leatherneck, roadblock, beachhead, mainframe, low light, sci fi, lifeline, iceberg, dusty, alpine, footloose, bazooka, barbecue, snake eyes, quick kick, lady J, shipwreck, flint, and airtight. Then on the Cobra tape, you got Dr. Mindbender, Viper, Zorana, Xandar. 
Buzzer, Ripper, Torch, Monkey Wrench, a bat, Storm Shadow, Crimson Guard, Eel, Snow Serpent, and a That's fun. All those guys are great. What a fantastic time to be alive. What a fantastic time to be buying toys. I really, I really miss those days. I guess that's obvious. I still collect all the memorabilias from that time of my life. Let's put this back in here. Insert this little missile back into the box. Shut the box. Take this back apart. I might wipe the whole entire package down before I put it away. What would I, what would I use? Like, maybe like, maybe like an alcohol wipe? Because it would kind of dry on itself. But the box is in really, really nice shape. But it's been on the shelf for so long that it has accumulated more than a little bit of dust. Put this back in here. Put this in here. Put that in there. Put that in there. And then you go inside as well. We will be back with what Gino Vega had for lunch in a sec. The Cobra invaders are attacking. G.I. Joe forces hit back while they move their secret recon satellite to safety. But blasting down from Devil's Mountain, Cobra's gonna hijack it. Here come the reinforcements. You control the action with G.I. Joe High Adventure Trucking. Now, Cobra's desperate. They'll ram, squeeze to safety. Headquarters are secure now, so move around back. G.I. Joe High Adventure Trucking by Tyco, of course. What did Gino Vega have for lunch? Yesterday, I see robots. Mr. Sensational Gino Vega of the Mr. Sensational Gino Vega podcast calling you to tell you what I had for lunch yesterday. And what I had for lunch yesterday was one frozen Trader Joe's hash brown uh, heated in the oven after preheating it for 400 degrees for 10 minutes. And that was accompanied by one piece of frozen Trader Joe's non-bread, Indian non-bread. Um... That's what I had for lunch yesterday. Uh, it's a pretty whack lunch. Uh, lunch has been so lackluster this week. Um, I'm telling you, though, what I, I've been having a craving for for lunch is some kind of fast food, you know, like McDonald's chicken nuggets or something along those lines. But I just, for some reason, it's, it's so out of my wheelhouse now to go cruise on over to a drive-thru just because I haven't done it really since the pandemic started. Maybe I should do that. Maybe I'll be coming to a what I had for lunch yesterday soon near you. We'll see. Talk to you later. All right, we are back. Man, there's nothing wrong with um getting a little fast food every once in a while. You got to watch what you get, though. You don't want to end up with, like, a Big Mac or, like, a Whopper unless it's, like, unless it's, like, a super rare treat. Because these things are, like, they're, like, heavy in calories. But, like, a thing of chicken nuggets, dude... It's not going to hurt you, I, I guess. They're, they don't hurt me. Maybe maybe if you have some kind of sodium issues, that's a, that's a different thing. I, I recently got introduced to the world of non-bread. I had never even heard of it. And the, the wife picked up a pack of it somewhere. I don't think it was Trader Joe's. It was probably the gross out. The grocery outlet or whatever. But um, she kept offering it to me on different things. But she was pronouncing it like non-bread. Like N-O-N. Like it was not bread. And I, I could never figure out what she meant. So I would always say no. And then finally one day we were having hot dogs. For lunch, your boy loves a hot dog. I love hot dogs. We were having some um, Nathan's hot dogs for lunch. And she goes, hey, do you want me to put your hot dog on a non bread? And finally I had to go, what even is that? And she brought it over and showed it to me. It was like a flat circle of bread. We didn't have any hot dog buns. So I said, yeah, man, try the, the non bread. Because I figured it would be a little bit better than like a folded up piece of wheat bread. And it actually factually 
turned out pretty good. I put some brown spicy mustard on the Nathans and the non bread. It all came out, it came out pretty good, dude. I gotta admit, if you, if you have these things around your house, I would, I would really recommend giving it a, uh, giving it a shot. The, the thing though, the thing I'm wondering the most about that, uh, Gino Vega lunch is what was that in the background? That you were watching. I could hear the TV. I could hear something back there. Were your were your kids watching some like video games being streamed on YouTube? Were you watching uh some video game streams yourself? Maybe somebody was playing Yakuza and you were watching that. Were you in fact watching wrestling? And you don't want people to know that you're back on the wrestling tip because it kinda it kinda sounded like one of those Japanese comedy wrestling leagues like DDT. Or something. I think I heard Kenny Omega wrestling a blow-up doll. But I can't 100% be sure of what it was. So I I don't know, man. Hit me up on the tweets. If you have any idea as to what you think Mr. Sensational may have been watching. In the background of his TV. Hold on, I got something in my pocket. What is this? Oh, it is a... It is an apple head. A Ferrara pen apple head. Two of them, as a matter of fact. I think... I think when I'm done recording this segment, I might go ahead and eat those up. I love, like, the various Ferrara pan candies. You know, your cherry clans, your lemon heads, your apple heads, your Caesar the grape, all these things. They're all just so dynamite. And I like these these big ones. These are from, like, Halloween. There's, like, Halloween giveaways. Not the, not the little small bitty ones that come in a the box. These are more, like, uh, what, what would you call them? Like, jawbreaker side. Let me sit those over here. Because they're a bit distracting. But I want to give a big shout out to my guy Gino Vega. He's been putting some great shows out lately. You can find those on the Icy Robots radio feed every Wednesday. I'm really like super proud of my dog for sticking with those deadlines, dude. He gets those to me week in and week out. He's the best. The shows are very well thought out. Very fun. Very different than the offbeat shenanigans that you get here on the Stuck at Home show. You get some actual intelligent commentary on life. Some actual intelligent commentary on various factors of things instead of inane serial talk. Let's move forward in the show. Dumpster diving. Dumpster diving. Let's see what's inside. The wife had to go over to the Walgreens the other day, and I tagged along just like basically to see if they had any mini mates or whatever, anything different. But they didn't. They still don't. It's been a while. Since they got a mini-mate update, but that's okay, man. I still got, like, packs and packs and packs around the house that I haven't opened. But I was I was walking around with her, doing whatever, and then she got what she got. And, and the line was big. The line was long, and I didn't I didn't really want to deal with it. So I said, hey, I'm going to... I'm going to go outside, and I felt perfectly fine doing that because I wasn't getting anything. It was all... It was all her. And plus, I track my steps. I track my steps on the phone, and I have I have a goal I have to reach every day. And the way the way this kind of works, the way, like, you go and get goal-setting success isn't, like, always necessarily, like, taking long walks. Sometimes it's a matter of just, like, always being walking. Like, always being moving. So I'm just like, I'm going to go outside and just sort of walk around the building a couple times just to rack up a few hundred steps. They all add up, bro. They all add up. You need every single step that you can get. So I was out there, and I was walking around, and I'm just, like, walking around, not even not even really doing anything of any importance, and I saw the dumpster, like, off in the distance. So I said, hey, I'm going to go over there, just, like, I'm going to see what's inside. So I headed that way, and when I got there, I kind of sort of expected it to be locked. A lot of stores have their dumpsters under lock and key at all times, and there's a... 
there's a bit of a homeless problem in this neck of the woods. Rickon Valley doesn't really have like a homeless problem, but like over there by Highway 12, by the McDonald's and by the Walgreens, there is there is kind of like a small homeless issue in comparison to like the rest of the place. So I did expect it to be sealed. But when I got over there, it was not sealed. So I decided, hey, I'm going to take a look. So I opened it up and I stuck my head inside and dude, I couldn't believe it. The thing was jam-packed with Halloween candy. When I say jam-packed, don't picture in your head that it was, like, packed all the way to the top with, like, bags and bags and bags of, uh, Milky Way bars or whatever. But there were, like, there were, like, quite a few bags of candy on top of the boxes and stuff that were in there. And I reached in, and I pulled one out, I looked at it, it was still sealed, still shut, still with an expiration date limit. So I kind of decided to dig around and pick and choose the ones I wanted, and I got up on a bag of... Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the individually packed peanut butter cups. Your boy loves Almond Joys. Almond Joys got nuts. Mounds don't. So I got a bag of those. I got a bag of the Reese's. I got a bag of the single pack peanut M&M's. And then I I left the rest there, not because I didn't want them, but it's like I can't, like, eat all this candy. I can't. As a matter of fact, I ended up, like, eating some, and I gave the rest of the wife to take to her work. So little do they know. They were eating garbage candy, but it was good, man. It was great. I love finding stuff in the dumpster. It's so exciting to me. And then the other day when we were flipping the tire over at the uh, Bible school, I went over near their dumpster. The tire and the dumpster are all in, like, the same area. So I finished my set, and I was puffing and puffing. So I decided to walk over there, and I stuck my head inside. And I found, like, sheets and sheets and sheets of wrapping paper. When I say wrapping paper, I don't mean like seasonal paper. I mean the kind of paper that you put inside of like boxes instead of like packing peanuts. This is the stuff I kind of prefer. And your boys sell stuff on the online every now and again. And I'm always looking for packing materials. And this was like sealed packs of like the packing paper. And I was so excited. I got like seven of these. They were really heavy. And they were kind of hard to get out of of the thing. But I kind of figured it was part of the workout. So I got a bunch of these. And it was weird because... This isn't even the first time I found this packing paper over at the school, and I, I don't even know, man. So, it's so useful to me. In my garage, I have a Toys R Us cart that we bought from the store before they shut down, and it's full of, like, all my packing material, my various, like, this and that, or so whatever. And right now, it is full all the way to the top with these various packs of packing paper. It's so great. It's also really fun to me because they're recyclable. I hate using bubble wrap. I will if I have to. If it's something expensive or something valuable, I'll definitely use bubble wrap. But I love to use this paper because it does protect the items. Not really as well as bubble wrap, but definitely well enough if you're shipping like a videotape or something like that. And it's all recyclable so the dude can just dump it right in the recycling. He could use it again if he wants. So I feel really good about that. So I've had a really decent like little run of the dumpster diving. Got that candy. Got that paper. The world is my oyster. You are listening to the Stuck at Home Show, your guiding light when the world gets all weird. Our Records presents. Our Records presents. Our Records presents. In the year 3955, the world comes to a fiery end. This isn't prophecy, it is actually being witnessed. The fools have done it. Look, the rim of the earth is melting. Where do we go? Perhaps nowhere. Hold tight. Shockwave! The instruments are going haywire. I don't know how long the ship will hold 
Yes, Mr. President. A marine copter reported a spacecraft in the water off the California coast. Hold on to your seat. It might be... Icy robots. Have you heard? This might be... Icy robots. But that was lost in space over a year ago. Nobody can be alive inside. Someone is moving. Wait. I hope you're satisfied. Icy robots. I pretended to be mute as you instructed. And what do we get for our trouble? We end up in a cage. Bars make it a cage. Our apenauts are to be transferred to the zoo. Distinguished visitors for the monkey house, huh? Do not upset them, Zira. Not only for our sake. Shortly afterward, at the Los Angeles Zoo. I'm looking forward to testing these space apes, Stevie. They're probably quite intelligent, Lewis, but they're not the first primates to have been sent into orbit. Don't believe it. Then you're convinced you have come from the future, from this very same planet, and actually witnessed the destruction of Earth? I, I am, am convinced. convinced. Sorrowfully. Sorrowfully. Right, it is me. This is Icy Robots, your fitness friend, here to talk about the HPI, the Horsepower Initiative. That is our our lifestyle change in which we are going to do all we can to hang and clang, get fit, get strong, try to increase our deadlift, try to increase our uh, pull downs, and all that, all that good stuff in between. Man, my. My HPI has been suffering for this past week, I gotta admit. I, I tweaked my back doing the uh, heavy bag flip in my backyard. I like to flip the tire, and then I also have a heavy bag that I flip. I'll flip the heavy bag when I can't get over to the uh, to the Bible church, because it's right in my backyard. Sometimes I just can't get over there for whatever for whatever reason, and I'll, I'll go out there and do that. So I was doing that, and I, I tweaked my lower back, kind of like my lower back near my... Uh, Near my glutes, up the uh, hamstring, like that whole thing. The heavy bag flip is different than the uh, tire flip. It's like, you gotta get down lower, and it's more leg than it is upper body, which is what it is with the tire. So, I've been kind of, I've been not, I wouldn't say laid up, but I have been laying off this past week, and I I, I don't feel good about that. Anytime I don't get, like, the full workouts, and I I feel bad, because I, I need the workout. To, like, help me with anxieties and, like, different issues in the world. What I'll do is, like, I wear myself down to a nub so I got nothing left in me except to sleep, I guess. But I'm gonna get back on track. I've still been working out with my exercise bands in the house. But the seasons are changing right now. So things are gonna get rough. It's gonna start getting colder. It is colder than it was, but it's gonna get even colder than that. So I might not be able to get over to the tire at night just because it's cold. The sun's down. So I'm gonna have to try to think of something that I can do around the house to keep the, uh, the strength up. I do have the garage dojo. I got the weights in there, but I, I don't like doing that as much as I like flipping the tire. I kind of have gotten used to working out outside. It's kind of just nice to be out in the air and stuff. I might just go over there anyway, in the dark. I can bring like, bring like a lantern of some sort. That'll show me true dedication. I'll be like in the dark, 
in the cold, wearing a sweatsuit and a beanie cap like uh, Balboa himself doing the workout. But this time around, for the HBI, I thought I would spend a little time talking about healthy snacks. Because diet is equally, if not more important than exercise. You cannot exercise at all. And have a good diet and be like a, like a string bean. But you can't, like, have a terrible diet and work out a lot and hope to uh, have it balance out. A diet cannot be defeated by exercise. So I thought that, like, I thought I'd just break down a few different healthy snacks that I enjoy making around the house when I when I have a need for something. The first one, and this is one I eat a lot. I eat this one all the time. I'll, I'll do this as, like, a lunch substitute if I don't want to have a lunch. I get a can of tuna, a can of albacore tuna, right? You squeeze all the juice out because the juice is gross. The cat likes it. Orange Boy loves it. He loves it the best. So I give it to him. I'll squeeze it into a little bowl for him. He drinks it up. Then you take the tuna, put it into a bowl, and you get like a squirt of um, sugar-free barbecue sauce, right? And then you mix it all together, and you just eat it with a spoon. If you want, you can eat it on a cracker. It sounds a little gross, but it's actually factually quite good. You can also throw some almonds in there, like dice up some almonds to get a little extra protein. But like canned tuna... Canned tuna is your friend, but you want to avoid the mayonnaise, so you go for the sugar-free barbecue sauce instead. It gives you, like, enough of a zing to make it, like, an exciting flavor, but it doesn't give you the extra calories of the mayonnaise. Mayonnaise is good, but it's also gross. And then another thing I do is I make smoothies all the time. Usually I'll have breakfast in the morning, like, I have, like, a small breakfast of, like, usually, like, some turkey, bacon, and a grapefruit. And then before lunch, somewhere in between here and there... I'll have, like, a smoothie with orange juice, like, sugar-free orange juice. I like it with the pulp for the smoothie. I do like the pulp. I throw it in there. And then I go outside and I cut some kale. We have kale growing in the backyard. We also have Swiss chard. These are both, like, green leafy vegetables. And I'll either, like, cut the chard or cut the kale and toss it in there as well. Both of these are really high in iron, which is good. They're also, they aid the oxygen levels in your muscles, so they give you a better workout ability than if you didn't have it at all. I don't know what the what the vitamin is that does that. It's vitamin K, I think, but I'll have the smoothie with the orange juice, the kale, or the chard, and then I'll throw in whatever frozen fruit we have around the house. Every once in a while when you go to Dollar Tree, I'll grab bags of frozen fruit, just whatever, and I'll toss them in there for extra flavor. It's usually peaches. I don't know why the peaches are always on sale over the Dollar Tree, but I'll toss those in there as well as a banana. We buy a thing of bananas every week, and every single week they get mush. So before they get mush, I'll just like toss them in the freezer. Then I pull out a frozen banana, toss it in the smoothie. So you got the green leaves, you got the peaches, you got the orange juice, and you got a banana. You mush it together, you drink it. It doesn't taste amazing, but it's good for you, and it's fine. I also eat a lot of sweet potatoes. What I do with a sweet potato or a yam, depending on where you are, I'll take it, just like slice it down the middle, poke a bunch of holes in it with a fork, toss it in the microwave for like five or six minutes, sometimes up to eight, depending on how big it is. Then I pull it out, slice it with a knife into a bunch of cubes, throw some salt on it. I do like salt. Your boy's a salt fan. Big shout out to Morton Salt, show sponsor, Morton Salt. Morton Salt. In the familiar blue package or convenient table shakers, when it rains, it pours. And then I'll just, like, eat the cubes with the fork. You can also use, like, I have a butter substitute. Don't, I, what's it called? I don't believe it's not butter. Something like that. It's a butter spray, and I'll squirt it onto the yam, and sometimes I'll eat that. Also, sometimes, like, a straight-up just potato is, like, a healthy thing. You just throw it in the microwave, bake it that way. Eat it with a little bit of the uh, butter substitute. They're good for you, man. They're not bad at all. Also, toast. I'll eat a piece of wheat toast. I think that wheat toast and bread in general gets a really bad rap. But if you're out there hanging and clanging, 
You're out there doing your flips, out there doing your curls or whatever. You can afford a bit of carbs. So I find like a piece of toast with the butter substitute. Not bad at all. What else do I eat? I eat a lot of oatmeal. A lot of instant oatmeal as a as a treat. You gotta stay away from like the sugar, like the brown sugar and oatmeal and stuff. It's really good, obviously. But it's not great for you. Also, I will eat a spoon of peanut butter with raisins on it. Like I get like a box of raisins or whatever and I'll just like lay them on the counter. Get the peanut butter mush it into the spoon, then mush the spoon onto the raisins, and I'll eat that when I need, like, a quick pick-me-up. That's a lot of calories, though. But, again, if you're hanging and clanging, if you're bike riding, it's fine. So we got the tuna with the barbecue sauce. We got the yam. We got the baked potato. We got the toast. We got the peanut butter with the raisins. We got the yogurt. Also, celery and peanut butter is a really good treat. Celery is like a zero-calorie food, so you can afford the extra calories in the peanut butter. What are they called? Ants on a log. You put the raisins in there. Delightful snack. Any kind of fruit is fine. Pickles. Pickles are a great snack. Pickles are generally zero calories. So you can go down and eat an entire Vlasic pickle with, like, nothing in your body Except for the salt. A lot of salt is an issue. If you're one of those people who have, like, high blood pressure, you got sodium issues, you might want to stay away from the pickles. But if you're good with that, dude, a pickle is a great snack. I got these, um, I got a big jar of Vlasic with garlic at the, the gross out, the grocery outlet. And I've been going through these like crazy. They are so good. They're so great. They make me smell like garlic. But they're zero calories, so I could eat as many as I want. Carrots are a great snack. Carrots are an amazing snack. I like to like slice them up into like uh, bite-sized pieces and I'll eat them that way. Or I'll just like sometimes eat them just like straight up. If they're too hard for you, sometimes carrots are a little hard. They're kind of like abrasive in your mouth because they're so chewy. You can pop them in the microwave for a little bit. Kind of just like dice them up, pop them in the microwave, throw a little bit of Mrs. Dash on there or some Morton salt right onto those. You can eat them with a fork. It's really like the key thing is you want to eat just like whole foods, not like foods with tons of different ingredients. You want to kind of, if you can, stick to one or two ingredients. Like I said, like you got the yam with the salt, two ingredients. You got the raisins and the peanut butter. That's like two because peanut butter is peanuts, peanuts and raisins. You want to stick to as few ingredients as you possibly can. Hard-boiled eggs. That's a good snack as well. I kid you not. A hard-boiled egg is great. I bring them with me all the time when I'm out. I just, like, put them inside of a little, uh, little Tupperware container. I have, like, a little small one. I'll throw the hard-boiled egg in there, and if I get the super munchies, I'll mac on that. There are, like, a million billion healthy snacks out there for the world. You gotta try to avoid the potato chips. You gotta avoid the Fritos. You gotta avoid the Doritos. These are all great things, and you can't have them from time to time. But you gotta remember, you can't exercise your way out of a bad diet. And I myself, I fall victim to a bad diet. I am very weak. I love ice cream. I love popsicles. I love Doritos. I love all these things. But I don't eat them all the time. I eat them very sparingly. But I do eat them too much, no matter how much I like to brag and sound like I'm cool. I do eat them way more than I should. But I hope that you guys are able to, like, curb some of these. Just curb these things. But... I hope that this is useful to you guys in some way. You gotta, you gotta kind of curb your, your desires. Exercising, working out, diet, it's all mental. It's all in your mind. You gotta be strong. You gotta have grit if you wanna, you wanna be, be fit. fit. Well, everyone, I, um, I don't know. I think we're, we're at the end. Are, are we near the end? We're getting there. I, oh, I had a, uh, a VHS pickup the other day. As you guys know, I have an ad on the Facebook marketplace saying that I will come and get any sort of, any kind of home recorded videotapes that you have at your house. 
I'm more than happy to come over and pick him up. And I got a call. I got a call from a chap over in Bennett Valley. Bennett Valley is near uh, Haworth Park. It's near uh, Annadale, where I where I went walking the other week. And I, I dipped over there. The guy messaged me, and he said he had, like, a box full. And if I wanted him, I could have him. So I went over there, and he was a nice guy, older guy. And he had the box all ready to go in front of his house. But he was a, a little bit chatty, and he started asking me, hey, do you like Frasier? And I was thinking, like, Frasier? Like, Joe Frasier? And he goes, no, the Frasier, the show, the TV show Frasier. And I go, yeah, it's okay, I guess. I really don't like Frasier, to be honest with you. It never really appealed to me. But I was like, yeah, you know, it's fine. It's cool. He goes, well, you're in for a treat. These are all episodes of Frasier that I taped and collected and cataloged. So here you go, my friend. And indeed, it was an entire box of Frasier. They were all numbered. It was like Frasier 1, Frasier 2, all the way up to Frasier 20. So I guess I am now the proud owner of every episode of Frasier ever existed on VHS tape, original recordings. At least, at least they have the commercials still intact, which is something, but they're not really like thrilling commercials. It wasn't like Frasier was running ads for Toys R Us or anything like that. They're all just like ads for Metamucil. They're ads for, uh... Dristan ads for uh, Buffering, things like that, which is fine, I guess. But I think that in the long run, I'm going to end up using these for blanks or something. I wonder, man, my guy Preston from the Wayback Attack, he gets all these VHS hits and it's like somebody calling him up going, hey, I have the entire uh, run of Smurfs on VHS, original airing Saturday morning, complete with commercials, also like the Herculoids. I got all this stuff, the original run of uh, Saved by the Bell with all the commercials, you want to come get them for free? How about if I drop them off at your house? I'll drop them by, man. It's always like, it's always gold for him. Always a Frasier for me, I guess, but it's fine. Make sure to listen to the Wayback Attack. That's my guy Preston show. It's really great. They got a magazine coming out. If they get enough Patreons, they're going to do a print run, which is great. So go listen to the Wayback Attack. Go check them out. Everything is great. Find them on uh, Twitter, at Squared Stiff. So... Until we meet again, my guys, remember the most important thing out there is E-L-E. Everybody love everybody in the world. It's going to be great. We're going to be safe. We're going to have a good time. Everything is going to be good. So, do the time. Don't let the time do you. Times seem hard right now. But you got to believe things are getting better. Birds are migrating again. Rains are back. Stuff's, stuff's getting better. Things are getting better. This has been an IC Robots Radio production. This is me, Iceberg One Three. And I see Robots is too proud to admit it, but he needs you to go over to supportthereport.com and sign up as a patron member. It doesn't cost much and our boy is looking around in garbage cans for things to bring home. Supportthereport.com. Tons of patron-only shows for a small monthly donation. Don't let I see Robots become Oscar the Grouch. That address was supportthereport.com.